Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Growth Reframed. Last week on the podcast, we talked about growth rate. We talked about what your personal growth rate is and how that plays into your decisions about what you'll tackle and how you'll accomplish your goals. This week on the podcast, we're going to dive into the topic of your mental health and how that plays into your personal growth journey. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of times I think for me, and I don't want to speak for everyone else or for you, but when I'm considering whether it's my personal growth journey, whether it's like goals I'm setting, whether it's things that I'm just going to take on as a task, I think a lot of times about what time it'll take for me, like what energy it'll take for me. But if I'm being real, I don't necessarily think about how it will affect me mentally and what mental health role will play in, in that decision. And so I wanted to point that question today at everyone and say, are you even considering yourself, your mental health, what you need when you're making decisions at all? Because for me, like I, I wasn't, uh, you know, I went through 2022 and I was trying to be real about what I needed. And, and frankly, I didn't even know that was my problem to be honest, uh, or what was going on. But I realize now that in every decision I make, not only does it affect my time, not only does it affect my energy, but it affects me as a person. It affects my mental health. And so I speak to some of you today being in a job that's you know, exhausting and taking everything out of you. And you know you might be at that job and they're expecting a lot out of you, but it's also taking a lot out of you. And when you leave that job, you're still trying to pile on a bunch of other things. Like we talked about growth rate last week, but you're trying to pile on so many additional things because you think you need to be busy because you think that's what you must do to further your cause or to be the best mom or you know husband or whatever it ends up being, what the rationale is for doing it. But when you're doing everything, I would argue, you should consider the impact it has on your own mental health. Well, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like, 2022 for you was one of the first times that you had ever put everything else aside, whether that was temporarily or longer term, and focused on your mental health. I don't remember a time since I have known you where you were able to so, not easily, you didn't do it easily, but so clearly, I guess, put aside all the other things that you knew you wanted to do that you knew you should do and just make sure that you were okay first. And that's really hard for somebody like you because you're always putting everything else first. But it was really the first time I've ever seen you make mental health a priority in your own life. And I think that while it did change some things for our year, it was really ultimately the best thing you could have ever done for yourself because now you see way more easily the effects that it did have and the effects that it can have for every decision that you're making. Mm -hmm. Well, and I realized for my life too, I didn't realize it at the time, but as I went through the journey of unpacking it, I realized that it's, how do I even say, it's, 
it's the first thing to go. So like when I would sit down and make my non-negotiables and the things that I was going to do, the way I was designing my life and the way I was living my life was to be in service to other people, was to make sure that they had everything they needed, was to make sure that they, I was showing up as the best version of myself for them, not for myself, for them, because I wanted to be there. And I thought it was like my human duty to be there and be almost like a servant leader <laughs> to everyone out there in place of myself. So if things came up where people needed me, I just went. And it's not always a bad thing. I'm not trying to say it's always a bad thing. Sometimes there's things you must do. But I would do that in everything. Right. And I would drop everything I was doing for anyone that I loved and that were closest to my inner circle. I would have dropped everything I was doing even if I had other things to do. Even if I was supposed to be relaxing and taking a break and being serious about my mental health. It was just – it was the first thing to go. Because right now, even though I've worked on it, I'm still very conscious to the fact that – it's the first thing to go, if I can be real. It's the first thing to go. Because when I get home and I say, you know what, I'm going to prioritize me right now. I'm going to disconnect right now for my own mental health. And then the phone rings and someone needs me at the office or someone needs me in life and I feel like I should answer that call, then I will. Or if craziness ensues, with the kids and me and you had already discussed like I'm going to take the time to do something. If that happens, I'm still going to feel the need and urge to jump in and help you because I want to help you. And again, it's a balance. Right. It's not a perfect thing. But I was do that, doing that in everything. Right. Everything all the time. And that was the difference. It's not like there's anything wrong with jumping in and helping people that need you. And in fact, you should. And many of the things that you were saying sound bad when you're like, well, you know, put me first, put me first, put me first. It's kind of the attitude, but that's not what we're saying here. It's not always putting you first. It's having boundaries, really. It's having having a clear understanding of where you are so that you can best show up for other people and yourself, not just showing up for other people at the cost of yourself. Well, what's interesting too is it's, in some cases, when you are stepping in to help, People are asking you to help. And, and that's where I feel like it's, in most cases, it's okay as long as you're not discounting what you need. Sometimes you have to discount what you need in that moment and you know sometimes that's possible. But where I was going wrong is no one was asking me to do any of this stuff. No one was asking me to carry this burden for them. No one was asking me to be worried and nurturing and trying to like come beside them and support them. In some cases, people didn't even know I was doing it or holding on to it. But I felt like I was the sole person responsible for it. And it wasn't your cross to bear. It was, yeah, it's not my cross to bear. It wasn't my burden to carry. And you didn't even have to ask me to help you carry it. I was just going to throw it in my backpack and sling that thing over my shoulder. Never thinking of the impact that it was having on my own mental health. And because I felt like I needed to do that as like a servant leader and because it was my duty as a human to do that, 
when I started to struggle and when I started to feel bad and when my mental health started to spiral into depression and anxiety, I just had guilt pile up and up and up. And I I kept up the act for a while. (laughs) I kept doing it for as long as I possibly could. But the only reason I got clear about what I needed to do is because I was so far down the spiral and down the rabbit hole that I couldn't see the light at the top. There was no way for me to get out of it. And in a lot of ways, I created the prison of my own making. Because again, no one was asking me to do it. I just did it. And because I felt like I had to keep showing up that way, then I wasn't prioritizing my mental health at all. But guess what you do when you can't, I mean, you're functioning with depression, but you're barely functioning and you're clinging on. Yet you have to start looking for a path out. Like you have to get so rock bottom that you're like, I I don't even, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know how to do it because I was stuck in the cycle for all eternity. And we're all at nature of our own patterns and all at nature of our own cycles I honestly don't believe many of us are aware that they even exist. But if you think about it in your own life, the times where the same things seem to happen or the same conclusion seems to happen, I see it a lot of times with people, to be honest, in their relationships. Like they, they, they leave the partner they're with, they go to someone else, that person follows the same trends, the same things, the same everything. A new year starts, they have a new year's resolution, they start off strong and then it comes back around and they haven't done the thing again and then they beat themselves up and they're in the guilt cycle because they didn't do it but then you know maybe next year will be better and then the next year comes and then they try to do it again and they just constantly are in this never-ending cycle and unless you're aware of that cycle, which the only reason I, I got clear is because I became aware that I was doing it. Once I was aware I was doing it, then I could start to decide how to move forward. And the way I realized how to move forward and the way the reason this episode is so important is because I started to prioritize my mental health decisions. I started to prioritize more of what I needed and I started not only to prioritize what I needed for me, but I started to communicate that to everyone else around me so that they were aware because what I was trying to do for them, I didn't I didn't allow them to do for me. So I was trying to hold on to everything for everyone else, but I wasn't allowing them to even know that I was struggling, to let them know that, to even give them the in to say like, I needed help. No one would have even guessed I did. I think a lot of us are sitting there playing the role and acting like everything's great. And because we're afraid, we're afraid to tell people that it's not. We're afraid to take off the mask that we've been wearing for so long and we're stuck in a prison of our own design, but yet we're not willing to ask for help from other people, share that with other people in as part of prioritizing your mental health, sharing the load with other people who are around you in your inner circle, who you know you can trust with what's going on. Absolutely. I'm so glad you were so transparent because I think people need to hear that. And I think that as they're hearing that, they can start to understand why you might need to be aware of your own mental health when you're thinking about making a big decision, when you're thinking about whether you're not, you can tackle something new, like any decision that you're about to need to make, whether that's big or small, 
How does that play into all of this? Like, are you in a spot where you should even be making a big decision? That's probably a good place to start. Should I even be deciding to move, deciding to switch jobs, like the big stuff, you know, deciding to have a kid, deciding to get married, deciding to get divorced? Am I even in a place right now mentally where I think that I'm going to make clear and honest decisions? That's step one. Like, do I even believe that I'm okay enough to make a large decision? And if you're not, then that's a place to start because that's a place for exploration. That's a place to seek a therapist. That's a place to start opening the dialogue with some with someone you trust because you cannot go making huge life life altering decisions when you're just not in the right place. You're not thinking clearly and you don't even realize. So just being really honest with yourself that maybe it's not the right time to make a big decision. Maybe you need to hold off until you have a little bit of clarity and stability in how you're feeling. And for the other stuff too, like... I don't think necessarily that you should forget how you're feeling mentally just because it seems small. Something as small as, should I go be the chaperone on a field trip for my kid? I mean, I'm just, you know, whatever the thing is, when it's as small as that, am I really okay mentally right now? Like, or do I need some time to, you know, maybe not be with a bunch of children and screaming and hollering and all the things like every little thing that you decide yes or no on has some sort of impact on you mentally because you have to, number one, make the decision and number two, follow through with it or not. Hmm. But you're going to have some sort of mental thing about that. So are you in a place where that makes sense for you? Like if I'm overwhelmed and I'm stressed and I'm depressed, then that's probably not the time that I'm going to go be room mom for the year. Like that's not a great time to do that, something like that. And I think that so often we're just like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to press on and it's noble to press on, but there are some, some instances like with your mental health where nobly, nobly pressing on isn't the answer or might not be the answer at mm. least. Yeah. I mean, you said a lot of really amazing things there. I mean, one of the, one of the things that really stuck out to me is the, the idea that like, when do you make your best decisions? <laughs> Do you make your best decisions when you're clear headed, when you got some time alone to think about what you need to process by yourself without a lot of outside voices? Do you think the best then, or do you think the best when you're overwhelmed in a frantic panic, like not knowing what you're going to do next? Like, do you make the best rational decision? Which, which way? Obviously you make it in the best way when you're clear headed and can actually think about what you need. And like you said, I mean, and it was powerful. Like if you're not in the space to make that decision, don't just pull the plug on whatever it is because you think that'll be the easiest out because you might find way more trouble than you were looking for by doing that and making such a rash decision. The other thing that just popped in my head when you were saying that is we... We say these things and then I understand that we have friction in our own life when we say these things because we're trying to get real about our personal growth. This is a growth podcast. We're trying to get real about where we want to go, what we want to do, set goals, set powerful things, but then also be conscious of our mental health. Those two ideas are counterintuitive to each other. It's like when you're trying to press two magnets together, they're going to repel each other. I get so sick of saying it, but it's the only way I know how to. It's a balance. <laughs> like it's you can, and it's not a perfect one and it's not all the time. And if I can be completely honest right now, I'm in the midst of it. 
talked about it a few weeks ago, but I am in the midst of it because I'm trying to add out a bunch of new things and also be very, very conscious that I don't want to go back to where I was <laughs> with my mental health. So I have to be really, really, I have to want to appreciate that I'm in that situation and be very, be very sensitive to myself. Doesn't mean to baby or coddle myself, but I need to be very sensitive to myself with what I need and be very, very closely watching my behaviors, my inner feelings, my personal self-talk, because those were all just daggers in my side just a year ago. And so as I'm pursuing new things, I have to know, and you kind of were saying, like, it's not the time to do this right now. Doesn't mean never. It just means right now it's not. It's okay to say that sometimes. You can't say that forever, but it's okay to say that sometimes. I feel like it's so looked down upon when people do that. I, I would never be upset if someone told me it's just, you know, it's just not the right time for me right now because of what I've gone through. And when I talk to people about it and I try to tell them that and I tell them my own experience and I'm, you, y'all are hearing it out there right now, I feel like it sounds great, but then you just go back to your life and you just go back to your people pleasing or you go back to with the obligations that you think you should do and you forget how important it is to be right with you, to be right with your own mental health, that you, your concerns shouldn't be discounted the way you're discounting them. And I know y'all because I was in the cycle forever. I discounted everything that I was feeling. Now I'm very real with Meg and y'all apparently that this is how I'm feeling. This is how I was. And I hope, I hope it encourages you to not have to go through the same pattern and struggles that I did. Because I hope you'll understand that the awareness and the sensitivity toward yourself is key to getting on the other side of it, but not if you discount and it's the first thing you write off every single decision you make. Well, yeah, but I should do this. So forget that and falling right back into that pattern that you've been in for a long time. And I think one of the most helpful things for both of us, even though we've struggled at different times is to sort of use a trusted person in this case, each other as like almost an accountability partner. Like, like to kind of call the crazy, like to be like, listen, bro, it's, it's noble. It's great. I feel like you're, you have some good ideas in there, but let's scale back. Let's, let's, let's tone this down a little bit because you're about a minute and a half away from going right back to where you're at, where you were at. And we've had those very real conversations, especially in the last few weeks mm. about like, okay, yes, those are great ideas. We should get there. I believe fully that we will. But maybe we can slower the growth rate just a little bit to keep your mental health in focus, to understand that trying to do all these implement, do all these things, implement these new things all at the same time might be overwhelming for the mental health aspect alone. Not, not even the physical work of it, Mm -hmm. but just the mental load that it bears. And so having each other to bounce ideas off of and to kind of rein it in, sometimes reframe our thinking about that really helps. I know that it's helped you. I know that it's helped me. Just to just to validate the feeling mm-hmm. and then also help guide back to a more realistic approach. Right. Yeah, and the thing I thought about when you're saying that is it, it all comes with a cost. So like, what's the cost? 
yeah, we could do all those things right now, but what's the cost? And what you often remind me of is, because I'm my own worst enemy, I think we all are, is I don't want to pay the cost right now. It doesn't mean I never want to pay the cost. It means right now, I don't think I want to pay that bill. I don't want to pay that cost. It's like when you look at your, you know, something on the menu, you're like, man, that prime rib steak looks really good, but $150? Nah, I'll have the salad. You know, it's just like you just don't want to do that. And I don't think we look at it that way. And I think that we should. I hope this episode opened your eyes, y'all. I hope you'll start considering or at least wrapping your mind around the fact of considering what you need in your own mental health when you're making decisions, certainly when you're making big decisions, but I would argue even small decisions. If this did impact you, please share it over on social media and make sure to tag us at Growth Reframed. If you need anything, if you want to talk more, if we can help in any way, let us know. Again, you can DM us over at Growth Reframed. Share it with someone you love and we love y'all. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you, so shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.